We've all been there. The phone rings, your stomach drops, you know that feeling I'm talking about. It could be an unknown number or even a known number, whichever way you do not want to pick up because that would mean speaking on the phone. This is a real thing, though, and we are here to help you out. Kia ora, this is a summer edition of Newsable. I'm Imogen. And I'm Jess, and this is one of our great advice interviews from earlier this year. One lady has made it her mission to get you feeling confident chatting on the blower again, and she's got some hot tips to share. Mary Jane Copps is known as the phone lady and has literally made it her career to teach people how to talk on the phone. Kia ora, Mary. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here with you. Just kick things off with a pretty straightforward question for you. Why are people scared of speaking on the phone? Well, actually, talking on the phone has a lot in common with public speaking or being on a podcast. (laughs) Um, So people can get nervous, right? And if especially if it's something they don't do very often or maybe they've never even done before, they've been texting or emailing, then yeah, there's some performance anxiety that goes along with that. Do you think this is like a generational divide here as well? Because I think about some Gen Zs, I know, asking them to pick up the phone and have a call with someone. It's like some form of torture and paralyzingly difficult for them to do. Well, it's certainly phone anxiety um, and phone fear has been growing in our society substantially in the last eight years, but phone phobia has existed for decades. That fear of picking it up and not knowing who's on the other end and are they going to ask you something you don't have the answer to. But I think all generations that have spent too much time putting words on a screen have anxiety about having a conversation on the phone. So I suppose keeping it short would be a top tip, but what is your advice when it comes to keeping the conversation economical so that there is less time for your anxiety to build? You can create an agenda, much like you might have in a meeting. You can say, okay, there's three things we want to accomplish in this call. And the first one is, so you can grab control of the conversation and move it through by creating this mini agenda. I think I need you to structure some of my interviews, Mary Jane. (laughs) (laughs) How's the best way to end a call? First, before I answer that, the first time somebody asked me that, I was so shocked and I went, goodbye. (laughs) 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 But I had to give it some thought because I do it automatically. So one of the things that happens when you're winding up a call is the sound of your voice changes. In most cases, it lowers a little bit as a signal like, I'm done with this conversation. (laughs) And you start to say things like, wow, it's been great talking to you. (laughs) So you don't automatically go to goodbye, but you give signals that this call is over and and we're moving towards goodbye. Well, Mary Jane, it's been great talking to you. Uh, (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you for having me. That was our phone lady, Mary Jane Copps. Imo, I can't imagine you have ever had a phone phobia, talking for a living and all. Have you ever not picked up the phone because you were worried? I'm always worried when the phone rings. When my boss rings, and I don't know where this started, but every time a boss of mine rings, I think I'm getting fired. Really? Every time? Every time. So when, when Chris uh, Chris calls, our boss Chris, he'll call and I'll say, what's happened? 
<laughs> What's it? Do I still have the Every job? time he's like, why do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. Because you know how sometimes you do that? It's like a trauma thing where, you know, if you, if I say, if I'd been fired once via a phone call, mm. I'd then assume every time my boss, I've never been fired. No. So no, I don't know where it's, it's, it's very, very, very irrational of me. I get quite rude when people call. Like the other night my mum called twice in the space of an hour and the second time I was like, are you going to call again, mum, or is this it for the night? <laughs> and that's my mother. How rude. Noted, don't call. Jeez. Uh, we More than twice. <laughs> Ever. In fact, maybe don't speak to Jess. I don't know. I'll wrap it up just in case. I'm Imogen Wells. I'm Jessica McCarthy, and that is all for this summer edition of Newsable. If you've got some thoughts to share, do chuck us an email at newsable at stuff.co.nz. Thanks for listening, and join us next time, but never call me. Never call Jess. Newsable. News that's worth talking about. If you liked it and reckon it's also worth supporting, please make a contribution at stuff.co.nz slash support. Kia ora, I'm Adam Blair. I played the great game of rugby league for the Storm, Tigers, Broncos and the Mighty Warriors. And I'm Goran Paladin, sports presenter and rugby league fanatic. I won a World Cup too. I played 51 tests for New Zealand. Yeah, he's a national treasure, people. Come on. Blairy and I, we're joining forces for a brand new rugby league podcast called League of Our Own. Each week we talk Kiwis across the NRL and of course everything was. All the big names, the big stories. And some of my own stories too. Well, if we can make them fit. We'll make time. Okay. League of Our Own with Blairy and Goran. Debut ep dropping on Wednesday afternoon and every Wednesday after that. You can listen through stuff.co.nz or wherever you get your podcast. Proudly brought to you by Snap Rentals. Mate, your your stories are way too long, eh? Nah, we've got to take them on a journey. <laughs> oh, the journey. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs>